What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 47 of the VIP Gaming Podcast. My name is Vinny Champo, and with me is Marvel's Avengers Michael. How you doing, dude? <laughs> I'm doing good. How you doing? How's it feel to be an Avenger now? You know, I always knew I was meant to do something great. And, you know, when I found these powers, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do uh, something good with my life. So sure. Being being part of the Marvels, you know, DC came to me first, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold out. Hope sure. that Marvels comes through. Don't, they, don't want to be that dark of a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they and they did. They yeah. they Marvel came through and I was like, damn right. I'm the mm-hmm. new cap, you know? Oh, so you're the new cap. Yeah, yeah. New cap. So I they was actually going to I was going to ask what are your new powers cuz I I'm learning about this for the first time I didn't yeah, realize they, you had you know, new powers. Uh, I have you know I my powers can be whatever I want them to be. So they they asked me if I wanted to be Black Panther and I was like, you know, I I would but I wouldn't be able to do my man justice. So I was like, we'll okay. just be Captain America. Interesting. So wait, are you just so wait, you're you're not even saying you're a new person. You're just yeah, yeah. I'm just taking, taking over. over. Yeah, yeah. Just taking over. Yeah, yeah. But but isn't isn't I forgot his name? Hawkman. I don't fucking remember. No, not Hawkeye. Uh, Captain oh, oh, Falcon. Falcon. Isn't Captain isn't Falcon? Isn't he? Isn't <laughs> no, he? he? No, He's gonna be so. the new Cap. What the hell you mean? He's Falcon. Why would he be Cap? Because he gave him the shield. Cap gave him the shield. Yeah, but maybe do you, do you gonna... not see Endgame? I did, but maybe he's not becoming Captain America. Maybe what the he hell are you doing? Why up. why are you reaching over yourself I'm, on I'm camera? It's not great to see. Yeah, I'm reaching all the way down. Well, here talk into my... your microphone, damn it. We don't want to hear I'm you re- muffled. I'm sorry, I was fixing my sock. <sighs> yeah, really fucking Captain America like. He's he. Oh, let me just let me do this so I can fix my sock so you guys can't hear me. Unbelievable. Hey. Yeah? I'll get real into it. I'll talk just like this the entire episode. Don't make me do it. Is this the ASMR VIP gaming podcast now? It might be. I'll talk like this the entire episode. I hear some people are into that kind of thing. I'll I'll do this the entire episode with no emotion in my voice. I'll say how excited I am without showing the emotion. And I'll sit just like this. What if I just make melt noises the whole time? <sighs> no, no, that's not that's not what I was talking about. That's not at all what I was talking about. That's just, not just... what we're doing here. That's gross. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, Michael. That's not that's not what I'm a fan of. But what I am a fan of, Michael, is video games. And we've got some news to talk about this week, including Nintendo's Direct. We're going to go over it a little bit. We're going to be talking about, is PS5 backwards compatibility a dead deal? Are we going to get it? Who knows? We're going to be talking about WB Games. Are they still selling or not? Ubisoft's doing another event. We're going to be talking about The Witcher 3. And then, Michael, we're going to be talking about your game Rocket League. So we got our oh, professional expert for that. Then we're going to talk about games we've been playing, take questions from our lovely listeners, cheap free games, big games updates coming out this week. But let's get started, Michael, with the Nintendo Direct that occurred this past week. Randomly, they didn't they didn't hype it up or anything. They were just like, hey, here it is. And they just posted one morning at like 9 a.m. and people watch it. And it was an entire Direct, Michael, about Mario. So we're going to go through each, not each of the things. I took out the big things from the event. And we'll go into each one of them, all right? You ready? I'm ready. 
we got the first one is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. In this new mm-hmm. version of Super Mario 3D World, players will be able to go through the game in online multiplayer. And not only that, but they can also check out some new levels in the form of the Bowser Fury expansion. Details on what Bowser Fury will entail have yet to be really, uh, sorry, revealed, but fen- fans can expect more information as we get closer to the game's February 12th, 2021 release date. Cool news, mm-hmm. Super Mario 3D World was a, a Wii U game. Yeah. Which yes. Is cool because me, like many others, didn't get it because the Wii U kind of blew. Yeah. So now putting it on uh, the Switch where everyone's going to want to play it, I think is a good call here. Oh, absolutely. I think I played it a little bit and it was pretty fun, but. You did play it? I'm sorry. Yes, I did play this. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I played this game before. Uh, I can't remember if, if I did or not, but I think it was pretty fun. I'm going to do an experiment here. Okay, you ready for this experiment? <laughs> I'm ready for the experiment. What? Rocket League's a shit game. Wow. And you're bad. All right. See, Joe, you were wrong. See, Joe Coleslaw in the Twitch chat just said, just say Rocket League is a shit game, a fluke of a success. He'll break his monotone. And you did a little bit. You did a little bit. But, uh, you know, you know, we just wanted to tell you the truth, and that's how it is. But I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in you. Um, I need you to, you know, give it a second chance. You put a lot of hours in a game that is not that big. You know, it's not that good. It's not that good. Yeah, Rocket League. No. 450 no. hours I have in that game. Not that good. Uh, no, that's not enough yeah, hours. Yeah, you're right. You put way too many hours. That's not enough hours. Daylight. Yeah. That's not that's enough hours. Ha- how many people put 400 hours into any video game? DVD. Okay. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Keep yeah. listening, games. Go ahead. Yeah, no, because there is no <laughs> other ones. I don't have 400 hours in any other game. It's DVD than Rocket League. You know hey. what? DVD, better game. You know what? More why competitive you, integrity. You, that's not true. That I was going to say. <laughs> that's, that's not, not true. true at all. That's not true. <laughs> all right. Let's just, let's just move on, okay? You're the one still talking to this you're, monotone thing. No one wants to hear that. You're wrong. They, they want to hear it, yeah. I'm not moving on until <laughs> you, you cut the shit. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> all right. But the Super Mario 3D World news is real cool. Uh, the Bowser's Fury thing is actually brand new. So if you guys uh, never played 3D World like I did, they're adding... You know, they do this with every time they bring over like one of their Wii U games. They will add like some minor thing to the game. Although this one seems like it could maybe not just be minor. It might be like a, you know, kind of a substantial DLC packed into this that wasn't yeah, a whole part. game to begin with, which would be cool. That'd be pretty cool. I'm excited for this. Two days after my birthday, so if anyone uh, you know wants to get me a birthday gift, I'll I'll take a two day, two day uh, parlay on that. You know, I'm down for I'm down for that game because I definitely would like to try this. It does. I am kind of disappointed so far away though because I don't know. You would think when there's a Wii U port, and I'm not going to say there's no work put into it because obviously there is, but you would think after this long being removed from the Wii U that it'd be coming sooner. But hey. That's true. Who knows? Here's a cool one, Michael. Super Mario Bros. 35. 
A Super Mario Bros. twist on the Battle Royale genre, 35 players will compete to defeat Mario enemies in turn, sending those enemies to their opponents' screen. It looks like it could be a fun concept, but there are a couple of caveats the fans will want to keep in mind. For one, Super Mario Bros. 35 is only available to Switch Online subscribers. And secondly, which is weird, and we're going to get into this more later on too, the game will only be available for a limited time. Those interested will be able to play it once it goes live on October 1st, and until it's removed from Switch Online on March 31st, 2021. Ooh. What do you think of that? A few days before my birthday? That's interesting. That That's an interesting thing for them to do, to uh, make it limited. I don't understand it. I don't it, get it, it either. There's more about that that's going to piss me off more later with that, but that's just dumb. But what do you think of the Super Mario Bros. 35 concept here? Uh, I'm pretty... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of excited. I love Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's free if you get Switch Online, which, which Switch I Online's do. pretty cheap. Yeah, I have it. So, but, so I am excited for this because this is going to be... I mean... I don't really like Battle Royales, but, you know, I, no, I'd like I to try it. I think there's certain ones that I think can do it. Like, Fall yeah. Guys is the one for me as of yet. Yeah, maybe this I, will be mine. I think I'm just not into the, like, shooter Battle Royale thing. Or, because, like, I don't know, it's just too much at once, and it seems like it's too much pressure. But if you put it in a, a wackier setting like Fall Guys or even, like, a Mario thing, right? It sounds pretty cool. Like, I haven't turned on my Switch since Animal Crossing earlier this year. And I think this will probably get me to come back come October and at least try it out for a couple games and see how I like it. I think I turned it on a few months ago. Yeah. I mean, technically, you know, I'll get into it a little bit later because I did turn it on recently, but you'll you'll see how it went. But yeah, I'm excited for this, actually. I'm pretty pumped to see what this is all about. Again, it's weird. It's limited time. We'll get into that a bit more later, and then I'll express my hate for it a bit more later. But uh, next up, Michael, here's an interesting one. And I wish you saw this beforehand because it's really cool. If, if you have a chance, look it up uh, while we're doing this because it's really cool. But it says Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, an augmented reality game that lets players create their own Mario Kart tracks by physically building them around their home and then racing with toy car-controlled toy cars controlled with a switch console it's a unique idea that combines remote controlled cars and video games those interested can check it out starting october 16th for 100 bucks so this was really weird because you first see it they make mario kart noises you're like this is cool looking i'm intrigued to see what this is all about and then it all happens and you're like okay it's not a real mario kart game and i'm like all right well that's bumming and then you see they're doing this weird thing. You're like, okay, so they're just RC cars or so on. And then they're like, no, you actually get to play with them. Well, like with your switch, but you can build the courses around your thing. And it's cool. Cause they show it like on the screen, right? Like if you're, if you have your switch docked into your TV, the little like Mario Kart carts, well, like with Mario and it will have like a camera in front of it. So it can see in front of it. And then, so you can see all of that, like your real life house and shit, mm -hmm. or wherever you're playing it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there's still, like I said, augmented reality. So they'll have, like, the mystery boxes where you get items. And then if you, they showed in the trailer, which was really cool. If you get a turtle shell, you throw it at someone, it hits them. The car in real life will stall and stop. And I'm like, that's pretty neat. I, like I did. That. I ha I did see this trailer. Actually. Yeah? I did see it. What and it looked it? really cool. I didn't know what it was. I was like, 
like I saw it through passing. Like I was scrolling and saw it, and I was like, "That's yeah. really cool. That's really cool. I like that a lot." Yeah, I like it a lot. This is one of those things though that I feel like it's awesome, and you can they give you like four, I think, different checkpoints that your your cart has to go through. So like you can place them in any order that way, so you can get like different tracks throughout your house. Like you can place them wherever you want to make different tracks, and I think that's neat. I I wish. See, here's the thing. You've got a great excuse to get this because you you've got a child, and you can just be like. You know what? I'm buying it for my kid. That's what I'm doing it for. In reality, you're buying uh, it for yourself because it's cool. To probably, track. yeah. Right? I mean, I technically could do it for my niece too. It'd probably work. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really cool. My my issue personally is that I don't think I have the room in my house to really do this. But do you if mean? you could even carve out, what do you mean? What do I mean? You have enough room. What the fuck would I do this at my house? The basement in a circle? The, no, through the hallways. Yeah, my dog would be fucking chasing it and eating that's, it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. She'd be like, get the fuck out of here. What the hell is this Mario Kart doing? And then the, you'd see it on the game and you're fucking just flying in the air because it's in my dog's mouth. <laughs> just <laughs> running across the house. Come on, Abby, go to the checkpoint so I can get it. Come on. H- hits my dog with a turtle shell. <laughs> dog spins it. out. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know for a hundred bucks, like that's kind of pricey. But a hundred bucks like is I pricey, said, but that's not that, that's kind of a cool concept, though. This could definitely be something where you'd be like, "All right, let's get our kid something for uh, Christmas this year," and right. this would be something that I think would be really cool right. to fuck around. Like, imagine if we were kids, Michael. Imagine if we were like ten years old right now and we heard about this. We'd be like, "Come on, we need this in our life." Yeah, you know, uh, I wish it was more. Put of some like wrestling a... guys on that bad boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I wish it was more of um. Like the price of a game, like sixty bucks. Sure, uh, but hundred bucks. I mean, nice, hundred dollars is you're... not bad because it sounds like you're paying basically for the game and the and the cart. So it yeah, makes sense. right. And you also can. I assume you would gotta get another cart to do this. Like you'd have to buy another one, but yeah. you can do like co-op and or not co-op multiplayer. So like you could get two carts and have them face each other. I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool. neat, too. That's pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, this is interesting. I kind of want to see this work in real life. It looks... I do, too. The trailer obviously made it look really cool, but my question is, will it work that well in real life? I'm very skeptical, but if it does, like, that'd be really cool. It'd be really neat. Right. For $100 better. I would hope so. Uh, some other cool news. Uh, a little one here. Super Mario All-Stars. Back in the 1990s, Nintendo... That was English, what I was trying to say. <laughs> Nintendo decided to re-release enhanced ports of the NES Super Mario Bros. games on the Super Nintendo in a collection called Super Mario All-Stars. Now, that collection is being made available through the Switch Online subscription service added to the SNES library, and that is all available today. So that's really neat. I like that a lot. I feel like I really want them to do more with their uh, online know. service thing, because, like bring GameCube games there, bring N64 games there. Like it, it just seems to make sense. And even their NES and SNES games, they bring them so slowly and they bring games that no one cares about so slowly. They're doing everything at such a slow pace that it's just kind of weird. And a lot of the time they just don't do games that anyone gives a fuck about. But now they're doing Super Mario All-Stars, which is cool because this is the first time I think you can, like, officially get it digitally through a service. Right. Like, this is probably one of the best deals for those games. Because you get Mario Bros. 1, 2, 
and three, and I think they're the lost levels, which never came out in America except for on this cart. Uh, and it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat that the lost levels is spooky because the the lost levels were like spooky. Mario levels that intentionally tried to fuck you. Like there was literally a mushroom that looks like a normal mushroom that if you eat it you die. You just instant die. <laughs> like there was just some cruel shit in that that lost level. So. They they made a troll level before trolling was a thing. Pretty much, yeah. Like but yeah, that. it's pretty cool. Uh, I won't turn it back on for this because I'm just not. I don't know. I don't care enough. I do like it though. I think that's cool. Yeah, that putting, is really cool. I like putting that all doing the stuff like 2D that, Mario's on there. Oh, yeah. Then here is the biggest news that came out of this. And Michael, this is where I start getting upset. Okay? okay. You and I reported on this, and when I say we reported on it, I mean we reported other people's reported <laughs> reportings on this. We talked about it, had a good conversation about it. We were like, "All right, we're hearing these rumors, Michael, of all these 3D Mario games coming coming to the Switch. We're hearing, you know, Super Mario 64." We're here in um, whatever the other fucking ones are, which I'm literally just about to read and I'm already forgetting the names of. You know, we were very excited. We're like, all right, these are going to be full remakes with better graphics, with better this, this, that, and this. It's going to be awesome, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end, they were like, hey, guys, we're celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary soon. So here's what we're going to do. 35th anniversary Nintendo Direct presentation was the reveal of the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. The previously leaked collection of 3D Super Mario games, including ports, that's an important word here, ports of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy for the Nintendo Switch. The catch is that the collection will only be getting a limited retail release and that both physical and digital versions will only be available for purchase for a limited time. Super Mario 3D All-Stars launches September 18th and will be pulled from sale in March 2021. So, Michael... I don't know if did you get a chance to see this trailer when, of this reveal here? No. Okay. This one, no. So it's like this is what we wanted, right? We we were like this would be cool. We want Super Mario 64 Sunshine and Galaxy on here. It's going to be neat. Except for they come in and they're like, "Hey, um we didn't really touch them." Like Super Mario 64 is widescreen now. It's not going to be 4:3 like CRT TVs. But it looks exactly like an N64 game. No updated textures, no anything. It's all polygonal. It's all, it looks identical to if you put a cart into your N64. And same thing with Super Mario Sunshine and same thing with uh, Super Mario Galaxy. And also Super Mario Galaxy 2, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Why would that? We're gonna na- we're gonna label this Super Mario 3D All Stars, but we're gonna leave out one of the 3D games. Hmm. Makes perfect sense. Interesting. I don't know, man. Like I literally, when I heard this news, I was excited because it was exactly what you and I talked about. We were like, dude, I would instantly buy this. You know, like this sounds awesome. If they revamped him, if they made Super Mario 64 look great. If they made Sunshine and Galaxy and Galaxy 2 look great and let them all be playable on uh, the Switch, that sounds awesome. And I literally, I shit you not, I was talking about how I turned on my Switch. I went there. I went onto my Switch. I was literally about to click the purchase button, and then I started scrolling through the pictures, and I'm like, why does this... Why does this look like it's just the N64 game? And then I went up, I watched the Direct, and I watched the trailer, and it's literally... They're like... Yeah, we made it widescreen now. And I'm like, okay, how did you guys, you know, think about doing any of these graphics that look like a 1990s game? Which, 
I know it is, but you would think if you're getting games like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and, you know, games of that nature that are going this remake route or remastered route, you, we would get similar treatment here, right? For a for the record, full price $60 game. This isn't like it's $30. This is $60 for these three. Uh, it's cool that you get all three, but it's no different than being like... Hey, let's just go to the store. And, and I'll be honest, like, I'm not going to say I support this kind of thing because I, I don't. But you literally right now can go on PC, download some emulators, get Super Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, and go on Dolphin, the emulator for, you know, uh, those games. And literally, there's up, you can up-res. You can make Super Mario 64 look better straight out of that. And Nintendo didn't even bother to do that. And I'm just like, I like, I don't know, man. If you can That's just a get it, frustrating, yeah. If you can just get it other places in better quality, why would I want to get it here? I'm I'm wondering if this is kind of like a, a test where they they're seeing how popular it's going to be, and then that they'll like update it somehow. I don't, I don't know. know. I just don't trust Nintendo, man. Like I. I say this every time we talk about Nintendo. I don't hate them, but I, I feel like a lot of people just give them a free pass a lot of the time. And this I, is the first I, time I, I will I will say this is the first time I feel like people have publicly been, I'm not going to say outraged because there's still definitely people defending it, but there's definitely a lot of people out there that are like, why is this a thing? You know, like, it's cool. This is what we wanted, but like... It, it's not it what we look, wanted. Yeah. It's not what we wanted. It's the games we wanted, but not in the resolution we wanted. Yeah, and not even just the resolution. Like it's just you would think even some updated textures of the game. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna sell this in a full price sixty dollar game, like in fact, listen to this. How is this any different? Specifically, we'll say Super Mario sixty four, right? Yeah. Let Let's say one day down the line, I do think this will happen. The Switch Online service gets N sixty four games. What's different? Then, then when whenever that came out, right? If it does come out, which I do think it will, how how is it different? Just being like, all right, here's Super Mario sixty four. Like, if you compare those two, what's the difference going to be? It's not going to be anything, right? So why would I want to pay? You know, I understand you're getting three games for sixty dollars, but you're paying sixty dollars for like three ROMs that they just downloaded off the internet. We're like, all right, here you guys go. You know, we didn't really put any effort into doing this. And then yeah. on top of all that is this fucking bullshit uh, time-limited thing where they're like, yeah, you can get it from September to March, and that's it. And I'm like, but, okay, physical? Even that I don't really get, but physical? Okay, sure. You only get to get it physically for six months, but digitally? You're not, you, you don't run out of codes. <laughs> you don't just, you don't just run out of digital downloads, you know? I don't know. I would try... Oh, you know what? I'd probably try to buy as many as possible and then turn around and be like, 80 bucks. <laughs> I just don't think, I don't know, man. It, it just pisses me off because I wanted this to be a thing. Because listen, I haven't beaten any of those games. I think I've played Super Mario 64's first level like five times, never gotten past that. I've never I've played Sunshine. Far. And I remember I bought Galaxy, but I have got zero reference or remembrance of that game at all. Yeah, the, the other Wii. ones, the other ones I never played, but I and played Super Mario Galaxy is supposed to be one of the best ones too. Really, that from everyone I hear, like it's like 
you know, obviously Super Mario 64 is always going to be up there. And then Odyssey was fantastic. Yeah. But then I think the next one that's beloved from them is uh, uh, Galaxy. And I you was think... like, damn, I'd really like to try that. You think they were But not used... if you're not going to update any of the graphics or anything. Right. You think Like, they again, would've... I can just go on PC and be like, all right, cool, here it is. Yeah. I mean, you think they would have taken it? Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um... I know I'm the worst. Uh, you think they would have just taken it though, and then put it on Odyssey's like platform? Sure. Or like through their through that system, you know? I don't know. It just pisses me off. I wanted this to be a thing that I was excited about. I literally went on my Switch, was about to click the purchase button, and then I was like, "Wait, I'm just buying ports of a game from the N64, GameCube, and Wii." I might of which I can just it. do all of anywhere else. But hey, listen, if you do, you know, just you know, if you get it physically, just bring that cartridge over. And if you don't get it physically, just let me uh, let me slide into those Nintendo DMs. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Let me just slide into those Nintendo DMs because I still would like to try some of these. But it's still the only reason I see to be getting this personally is the convenience factor of having it portably. Which, cool, that's a cool thing, but is that worth $60? Not to me. Personally, not to me. Right. But, we shall see. That was all of the Nintendo stuff that went on this week. Moving on from Nintendo, we're going to some PlayStation news. Is PS5 backwards compatibility dead? Are we really getting the backwards compatibility that we wanted? Sony's next-gen PlayStation will feature some level of backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4 games, but PS5 owners may not get the full 25 years of backwards compatibility they may have wanted. <laughs> this is really funny and really weird. According to a support FAQ on Ubisoft's website, the PS5 will not be backwards compatible with the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, or PS3 games. Near the end, though, of the FAQ, it says, quote, backwards compatibility will be available for supported PS4 titles, but will not be possible for PS3, PS2, or PlayStation games. So, they never promised us this right. at any means, at any point. Right. But I do think everyone, including myself, all had an inkling of hope that was like, you know, PS3 did it. They were fully backwards compatible with PS2 and 1 games. Right, and, and that, was that, that would be your like 15 wait what do you mean uh like they're they're basically celebrating 25 years of playstation oh sure and okay yes playstation 3 was backwards compatible for all of them sure at, at like year 15 yeah so it's like it's definitely something people want obviously <laughs> xbox is doing it with their games where they don't do it with, like, every single OG Xbox or 360 game, no. but they do it with all the big, important titles that people would want it right. for. I'll be real. They're they're doing it, but they're using Game Pass to do it. Yeah, that and they do put it on Games of Gold, too, where they'll be like, hey, here's an OG Xbox game. Here's a 360 right. game, you know. Right. We'll do that, too. So, like, it, it's... It's unfortunate that you're not going to be able to natively do this on PS5, and it's weird that this is how it got confirmed through a Ubisoft FAQ, and it's <laughs> even weirder because you're like, why would Ubisoft go so specifically on this? Like, why would this be like, you know what? 
we our PS4 games will be, but not our PlayStation 1 games. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah, here you go. We're going to give you our original fucking... I don't even know what Ubisoft made on PS1, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you can put in your PS1 disc in the PS5. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ubisoft comes out in a week saying that they're fully signing to Xbox. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we have all this news for PlayStation. Let's put it out, and then we'll just join Xbox. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not... I'm not going to say I'm upset because it was never promised to us, but it is right. disappointing. It, it, right. We're not Especially mad. for PS3 games because I feel like there were some, like, I really, and I guess I kind of, no, I can't actually. I was going to say all of the God of War games because I loved God of War before the 2018 one when everyone else jumped on the bandwagon. By right. the way, great bandwagon to jump on because that game's fantastic. Right. right. But I, I was a big fan of God of War 1 through 3. Which, I believe 3 you can get on PS4, but God of War 1 and 2, I think, are still locked on PS3. And I know that you can still do, like, the... They got their own version of Game Pass that's not great, that's, like, all streaming. I forgot what it's called. PS something. But it's, like, you can only stream the PS3 games, I believe. PS Now, Joe says. I believe you can't down... I, I believe you can't download the PS3 games. So, it's, like, if you only had the option to do that via xCloud, which is, like, cool, that's nice to be able to do, but I would rather be able to just download it and not have any latency when playing it and stuff, so... Right. I don't know. It sucks, but I, I guess we'll we'll see how it goes later on down the yeah, line. Yeah, we're not, we're not mad. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. Next news story, Michael. We got AT&T is officially pulling out of selling WB games. AT&T Inc. has removed the Warner Bros. video game business from the list of non-core assets up for sale, deciding it was too valuable to unload during its effort to pay down debt and streamline, according to people familiar with the situation. Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment, the gaming unit that is home to titles like Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and Mortal Kombat 11, had attracted interest from several major companies, including Microsoft, uh, EA, a bunch of other ones. I think Activision. Activision, a bunch of major companies, and could have uh, reaped about $4 billion, as reported by CNBC in June. So, Michael, um, I mean, this is just a more of a statement thing. Uh, I wish I had something. I wish I had something that was worth four billion dollars because absolutely would sell right away. Be like, yeah, take it. Give me my four billion dollars. But I get it. Uh, You know, it obviously very valuable. Uh, They're probably making just as much. Yeah, I don't. It kind of makes sense for them to keep it, right? Like it's. I was going to say it's disappointing, but it's not really. We're still going to be getting the games yeah. from WB. Uh, it's just we won't see currently anyway. They they said there's always the possibility it'll happen. Again. Everything's like for could, sale. It's always at a good price. It, they uh, could put it back yeah. up if they wanted to. But they obviously pulled it back for a good reason. They were like, hey, we're making money off this. It could have been like, hey, you know, uh, that Harry Potter game could be coming out soon. We got Gotham Knights we just revealed. We got... Uh, uh, what yeah, the Suicide I, Squad killed the Justice League. They they probably are like these games from the reception they got from DC fandom are probably going to at least be somewhat of a, somewhat yeah. of a success, if not a big one. So yeah, so they want to hang like, on. Let's just hang on to it and make yeah. that money. Yeah, they want to hang on to it, reap the benefits, and then get rid of it. But um, they probably were also doing the thing where people do it with houses. They'll throw their houses up for sale. Just to see how much money they'll get for it, sure. Uh, and then and then take it off and not actually sell the house. 
uh, yeah. because they want to see how much money they're going to get. Right. Because uh, people do that. People do that. If, like, you're planning on selling your house, uh, people do that, uh, like, throughout the year mm-hmm. and see what season their house was worth the most. And then when they finally want to sell, they'll sell in that season. Right. Or that timeline that it was up for sale at the most amount of money. Uh, so I'm wondering if maybe AT&T was kind of experimenting with that a little bit. It's kind of mm-hmm. seeing like, hmm, what can we get for it? They're like $4 sure. billion. But all these games, like you said, all these games are coming out. And they look like they're going to be pretty popular, do well. Let's just hold on to it, make that money, and then sell it. Right. So $4 billion. That's a nice check, though. Like, it sure is a nice check. Oh, I'm God. sure AT&T wouldn't be upset about it. But no. clearly they're looking for more or expecting to make that much money over the next, let's say, yeah. you know, five years. And if you can say no to a $4 billion check, you're probably doing all right. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're probably doing okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, speaking of Ubisoft from earlier, we're getting another Ubisoft forward this week. Ooh. The French publisher recently revealed plans to hold its second Ubisoft forward game showcase on September 10th. Promising new games and big news, Ubisoft said. The digital event will feature Immortals Phoenix Rising, which was previously known as Gods and Monsters. Hmm. I don't like that name at all. I'm just going to be real honest. That's what a would lot you of words rather? One... Gods and Monsters, which is yeah. what it normally was. And said they're like Immortal Phoenix Rising. <laughs> that's so many different words. Yeah. That that's it's true. just like Gods and Monsters. I like that name. It sounds pretty cool. I mean, Immortals Phoenix Rising. IFR. But that's like not even a colon. Like if it was like Immortals colon Phoenix Rising, it'd be like, okay, the, the guy's or girl's name is Phoenix. They're rising. They're doing some cool shit in the game. Right, right. And now in like, it's, I fair. Don't know, it's just weird. Gods it's and fair. Monsters just sounds cooler to me. Uh, but speaking on Ubisoft forward, and this is something neither Michael and I are going to be able to do justice to, but I know people will be excited about this. Uh, speaking on the latest triple click podcast, Bloomberg reporter, Jason Schreier claimed Ubisoft is planning to use the event to quote, announce a bunch of games like the Prince of Persia remake that was leaked a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so Michael, I don't think you have any history with Prince of Persia at all. Do you? I've, I've didn't even know it was a game that existed before. I know it exists. Uh, it's I don't know anything about it, but I know it's one of those games that's been forgotten about for a very long time that yeah. everyone loved. You know what I day. think it's about? So, the Prince of Persia. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> so much. He literally couldn't even get it out without that shitty grin on his face. Before you had he, to have known it was coming. Anyway. No, I, no, I knew it was coming. It was coming. <laughs> The second you're like, all right, you know what I think it's about, <laughs> Teehee. <laughs> you know what I mean? I fucking knew it. Uh, but yeah, I can't do much justice to this. I am intrigued to see it, what else we're going to get because I feel like Ubisoft kind of went nuts on their last one, showing Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs. We got the well, new Far Cry. We need we got, some real game. Oh, well, they did do We game did play. get gameplay. I, I, I forgot that we did, but yes, we you did. You were thinking of fucking uh, the I Xbox sure. event, which, by yeah. the way, can you believe that was in like May? Which was like oh five months ago now, or four months ago. Can you, can you believe that this year is actually almost over? I feel no. like this year went on for so long. Yeah, it definitely did. And can you also believe that we went to PAX East this year? I know. That was this year. That. I know. That was this year. We I know. Did That's it. what I'm saying. It feels like it was years ago already. I went to Vegas this year. 
when? I went to Vegas in January, dude. Oh Remember? Oh, God. No, Back when I don't. Jason was on the podcast with us, too. You guys oh, that's were right. Hosting. That's right. Yeah, it was not. That was this year. That was this year. Can you year. believe it's that insane. we're still only like a few months into doing this podcast? Like, we're not even at a year yet. Sure. We're all, I mean, we're getting there. We're almost we're there. We're getting there, yeah. We started, I think, in October. I mean, we're episode no. 47, so that means five weeks. We It'll be about a year. Started. Yeah, so we started, what, November? December. Nah, I'm pretty sure it was earlier than that. We'll look up the record book later, but I'm pretty sure it was before that. It's also September, Michael, which is, is September on Twitch. So if you want to go to twitch.tv slash devinster, it is about, I believe, half off to subscribe to someone's channel right now. I'm Why pretty sure I'm sub September. I'm pretty I'm just sure. saying. I'm pretty sure that I bought months, like five hey, months. I appreciate that. You can also do that at a discount. Oh, you right know now what? Too. You know what? I actually yeah. am subbed for, to you until October. Nice, nice. I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah. If you want to extend it, Michael, you could because September it's cheaper. It's you half know, off. I could. You know I'm saying. I'm just saying. You know. I could. Just letting you know. You just know. Let, hey, hey, hey. Just letting hey, you know. Hey. I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Just letting you know. I gotcha. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see what else Ubisoft's going to show off. I can't really. In my head, I would love to say Splinter Cell. I don't think it'll happen because they're no, they just like not. putting it off and off and off and off. Similar to this Prince of Persia thing, where there's like, I know nothing about Prince of Persia. I do know about Splinter Cell because I played it a shit ton on 360 and I enjoyed it. But. Uh, they, it's one of those it? franchises where it's like, let's forget about it for you 10 Ubisoft years. do Fable? No, that, no. that's Xbox. Oh. Come right, on, Michael. Michael. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, uh... Get your head in the game. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. EA Sports, it's in the game. Remember that? That was, uh, cool that, was, that, that was the greatest intro. That was the one time EA was cool, you know what I mean? They did that for like 20 years. I know, and then they were like, you know what, we don't need it anymore. They're we like, yeah, we gotta get rid of that. We're too good for this. Why though? Like that was I like the know. best part. That like, uh, that that was like everything for me. I bought EA sure. games just to hear that. Yeah, that's the only reason you bought EA yep. games. You're like, hey, EA, listen, here's sixty dollars. Just yeah. give me that five second clip of that. I'm not even gonna play your game. I'm not even gonna play your game. I just want a five second clip of EA Sports. It's in the game for sixty dollars. Soon to be 70, maybe, Michael. Soon to be 70. Oh, God. Games get more and more expensive by the day. But guess what, Michael? You know what you won't have to buy again next gen, but you will get next gen upgrades for? The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is getting a graphical update for next generation hardware, and current owners of the game on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox will get the update for free. Developer CD Projekt Red announced the news today, saying the updated games will be available on the PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC, featuring a, quote, range of visual and technical improvements. These include faster loading times and ray tracing graphics. The upgrades will apply to the base game, says Project Red, as well as to both of its expansions, Heart of Stone and Blood and Wine, and all other extra content. This Ooh. is how you do it, dude. You know what I mean? We I were mean, talking yeah. about the control thing uh, a couple weeks ago where they're like, hey, you know, you get it if you buy the new Control Ultimate Edition. If not, eh, sorry, you're fucked, dude. Pretty much. Witcher 3 is out here. That's like a fucking 10-year-old game. And they're like, hey, we're just doing this just because we can. And it's going to be free if you have it. So there you go. And everyone's like, good guy, CD Project Red. Thank you, guys. We love you all. We love <laughs> you all. I appreciate that. I love so it. that's always cool to see. 
uh, games doing this kind of that thing. That is now. pretty cool. I didn't play any of those, but that's a cool thing. I haven't either. I've heard The Witcher, th- the Witcher 3 is known to be like one of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. I do need to play it. It's just yeah. it's one of those things that you go into it knowing that it's an 80-hour game, and you're like, that's a lot of time to commit to a game. Right. It and kinda... then I always get afraid to play it because I'm like, do I really want to you know, commit to 80 hours in this game? No. But then I'll just go ahead and play Dead by Daylight, and then you'll just go ahead and play Rocket League for an obsessive amount of time. Yeah. I think, but we're like, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't have to be committed to it. Just an hour here and there, you know, and then that yeah. adds up to however many hours we have. I know. Uh, I know. I left my. I know. I left that game on for a few hours, Rocket League. But I gotta be to where it's at now, like I mean, accurately. I mean, maybe, for, but you still Xbox gotta subtract and, what it is. Well, through it's Xbox not... and PlayStation. Sure. If maybe. I. Added up those hours and put them on. Probably. It's probably possible. about where I'm at now. I'm I at... do definitely remember you leaving Rocket League on for like a week, though. So, it was a few days. So that's like that's like a, a good 100, 200 hours. It was just a few added days. to your time. You know what I mean? Well, then I, I definitely have that time made up on PlayStation and Xbox. Then. That's fair. That's fair. That's possible. Speaking of Rocket League, here, here you go, Michael. Rocket <laughs> League. Yeah. It's doing a lot of different shit, so we'll go through each of them. They are doing and, a lot, yeah. Uh, Michael, you'll be able to tell us what you think of it all. We are Perfect. getting closer and closer to Rocket League's free-to-play launch. Over the past few weeks, we've taken a closer look at features like revamped tournaments, new challenges, and cross-platform progression. So, we're going to go through each one by one. Uh, I'm just going to read them all, and then you can talk about them all collectively. Right. Uh, streamlined seasons. Between Rocket Pass, competitive seasons, and soon tournaments... All happening at the same time within Rocket League, we're streamlining the seasonal schedule. Competitive seasons, competitive tournaments, and Rocket Pass will all follow the same schedule. It all starts when Rocket League goes free-to-play and Season 1 begins. Rocket Pass will no longer be numbered on its own and will be instead an extension of Season. So, when Season 1 goes live, so will its Rocket Pass and competitive season. New competitive ranks. Grand Champion will be split into three different ranks, just like the ranks below it. Grand Champ will be split into Grand Champ 1, 2, and 3. Current Grand Champs will be like will likely be placed in Grand Champ 1, depending on placement matches. Then begins the journey to the new highest competitive rank, Supersonic Legend. Hmm. Other important tidbits, PlayStation Plus on PS4 and Nintendo Switch Online will no longer be required for online play, which is very cool. Rocket ID will become uh, Epic Friends. When the update goes live, your Rocket ID friends list will become the Epic Friends list. Friends you had through Rocket ID will transfer to Epic Friends, and any friends you currently have through your Epic Games account will be visible in Rocket League. When is all this coming? We'll be rolling out an update on current platforms in the next few weeks, around mid-September, and the launch of Free-to-Play will launch shortly after that. Can't share the exact date quite yet, but stay tuned for more info. What do you think of all that, Michael? So, so (laughs) I think the Supersonic Legend uh, title is hilarious. It's pretty funny. It's the the logo. The it's the logo for that is pretty dope. It's pretty sick. They changed the Grand Champ color from purple to red, which I think is dope. Uh, But uh, I like that. I love the new ranks. Um, also, another thing that it's pretty small. It's a small thing. It doesn't have anything to do with online. But if you play season, um, you know, if you go in and practice and play the season modes, uh, they made a 
a lower difficulty uh, than rookie mm-hmm. uh, for people who come in and just start. That's pretty cool. Um, but I like how they're, you know, everything seems like it's going to be seamless to be moved over. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit last week or the week before how they're, um, they don't have the rights to let, uh, un, uh, non rocket league licensed things moved over, but they are working on that, which I do like a lot. Um, the thing that I was more upset about is that they were saying, uh, August 31st, this is when everything starts. And now they're like, yeah, just kidding. That's when, you know, the season ends. And then, well, you know, a few weeks from now, we'll then do it. And I was like, oh, okay. I kind of thought it was all going to happen at the same time. Just but be patient, Michael. Come I'm, on. I'm very They're impatient. giving you all this shit I know. for free. I know. And you're just being a jackass gamer. You you're know what I mean? right. You're right. But you're I am excited. Yeah. swine. I am very excited for this. I saw pictures of what the, you know, uh, tournament season, uh, competitive tournaments looks like, and stuff like that. It looks real good. Um, uh, very excited. Uh, because you can have a just regular competitive rank, and then uh, they're gonna tor- uh tournaments, and you can be competitive tournaments in that too. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm excited for the Rocket Pass. Uh, like they said, it's not gonna be numbered anymore. Season one's gonna start. That seems rocket... weird to me that it was like that way to begin with, but I mean, I'm happy they're fixing that where it's all just on one, you know, streamlined season thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just going to be continuous. Yeah, I like that a lot uh, because it was uh, before all the seasons were like, or the rocket passes, uh, it would go to 70 and be everything else uh, before 70, just colored. Mm-hmm. And then, but now it seems like it's going to be a continuous thing after that which i like a lot um yeah man i'm i'm very excited for this i'm just being impatient um but i am very excited for this oh they're also going to add weekly challenges i thought they had that no well they do kind of but they're going to add different more challenges uh okay. they're going to have daily weekly and i think monthly challenges sure. um and you can earn stuff that way makes sense yeah, That's neat. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think the biggest thing for like, if you're not already entrenched in Rocket League would be the, it's free on PlayStation. Not free. Well, I mean, actually it will be free. Cause it'll, it'll be, be free, free to play. Yep. So it'll be free and you don't need an online service. I do think it's weird. Xbox isn't part of that. There is something right. odd on that. end. I'm curious what, what that is, but it's going to be free to play, but they don't have, you, you still, still need buy. gold yeah which is weird if ps plus and switch online aren't gonna require that but i think that's neat now for those if you're playing on a ps4 or switch you'll just be able to you can buy a switch and you don't you can just buy it and play it you know you yeah. don't need you don't need to buy rocket league you don't need to get the online service you can just play it and i think that's yeah. pretty neat and i hope free to play games like this keep going forward and doing that kind yes. of thing i i, I really cool. absolutely i love I love how they're basically remaking this game or revamping it almost completely. Um, but I'm very excited. They seamlessly went to crossplay. Um, they're and then now we're gonna have cross platform progression. Um, and it's gonna be, dude. It seems like everything they're doing is seamless. I know uh, a lot of people give them shit for um, 
you know, not doing things right away or maybe not, you know, being the best on keeping track of stuff. But it seems like that's going to turn around and this game is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so there is all your news for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make sure you go to VIPGamingPodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, OnlyFans, Snapchat, Pinterest. Absolutely. Go, uh, come see us for all your, all your game news and game needs, all right? That's right. That's what we're here for. Uh, moving on from that, Michael, I thought I had something else I wanted to say, but then my mind just blanked. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what happens when you're talking and you're like, there's something I wanted to say and it just disappears. Okay. It evaporates in your mind. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. And I think yeah. there's something wrong with my head. But you know what? Maybe there is. Who knows? Maybe there is, but it's okay. Michael, have you and I just been playing the same games this week? Minus you with Rocket League. We get you play Rocket yeah. League. You yeah. like the game. Uh, essentially, yeah. All right, so let's just uh, you know, Hop let's into just it. go into it then. Yeah, let's start with the my latter one that your your dream this week happened. Which oh is yeah, Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater. The game, one of the games that I had uh, predicted to sure. be remade earlier in you the sure year. You sure did. You sure did. I did. I sure did. Um, yeah, uh, I enjoy this game. It definitely brings back a lot of memories. Like, uh, um, I love that. Unlike you know Nintendo earlier in this uh, podcast, uh, they did they revamped it basically they did the textures um which this game looks incredible uh it plays like it did all those years ago it, it honestly it's amazing they added some new things like challenges and um online and other stuff like that uh i think they added like a store so you can get in-game co- uh not real life money but like you can earn money in the game uh and buy um, buy stuff like uh, skateboards and other stuff right. like that. I think you buy clothes, outfits, uh, but it was a lot of fun. You know what, Michael? I'm going to break the rules here. I'm breaking the rules. We're just going to pull in Joe's question here. I was, you, you I was literally the just going to say. You yeah. did the comparison between I, I did. Mario and now this, so we're just going to bring in the Cold Slaw Chronicle here. Yeah, Mr. Mr. CC. And he asks, over the last week, many nostalgia addicts got their fix. To be able to play a game they remember fondly in glorious new textures, enhanced audio, online play, and plenty to do. He's talking, of course, about Activision's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an example of doing something right. On the other hand, we were taken by surprise with the Mario 35th Anniversary Direct. As you guys have already discussed, there are a good number of remasters and new ideas. Fucking Mario Bros. Royale, IRL, Mario Kart. But if we have yet to learn this valuable lesson, be careful what you ask for. Port everything to Switch. We were greeted with a Super Mario 3D collection, including ports of Super Mario 64, Sunshine, and uh, remaster of Galaxy. I think I messed this up. My bad. Uh, these are just two examples of a quick cash grab for nostalgia's sake. I feel Activision has done it again until they fuck it up like they did uh, Crash Team Racing. And Nintendo being Nintendo for giving the people what they asked for with many different asterisks. Thoughts on this? If you could have the game of your dreams ported, remastered, or remade, what would you prefer? I'm pretty sure we got a question like this before, and that's where I predicted some games. Um, He's asking you to get more. He's Joe, asking for more game predictions. Do you want more? Do you want more predictions? Let's see. I mean, here's the thing. and This is going to sound like I'm copping out, but I'm being serious, okay? 
my my there are two things that I'm thinking, and they're both pretty serious. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna think I'm joking. Okay, Halo Three is number one for not uh, not a remaster, but a remake. So what happened with Master the Master Chief Collection when that came out? It was really cool because it was like, hey, you're getting Halo One, Two, Three, and Four, right? But the big part of the Master Chief Collection that was like the big selling port was they completely redid. One, uh, the Halo 2. Well, one was already done. They put that in. Oh, okay, okay. But they completely redid Halo 2 with updated graphics, updated sound effects, updated uh, uh, cutscenes, made them look almost lifelike. With um, And that's one of those things that are, even to this day, if you go back and watch those Halo 2 cutscenes that were remastered, those, that Master Chief Collection was done, I think, in 2014, 15, and that's still by far some of the best cutscenes I've seen and blur. I believe the company that did all the cutscenes was named blur. I believe that did all those cutscenes. And that's what I really want from Halo three. I played Halo three's campaign earlier this year when it came to uh PC and it was still great. It was really fun. And I think overall the game itself, the graphics still hold up, but if you put that next to the Halo two anniversary, uh, uh, you know, remaster, remake, whatever the hell you mm-hmm. want to call it. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't even compare, especially with the sound effects and the cutscenes. And yeah. the cutscenes specifically for Halo Three were very oof. These yeah. are these are dated. These I are gotcha. definitely two thousand seven cutscenes. And I think a game like that is one of those things where I'm like, I do think it's worthy of, especially Halo Three, because and I obviously have the most nostalgia for this game out of any of the halo games and honestly probably out of any game in general uh but i I do think if halo 2 and halo 1 was worthy i do think halo 3 is of that same moniker as well that was the last really big uh you know halo game that came out that people were overall super excited and astounded for you know so right right i do really want that to be a thing will it happen i don't know with halo infinite coming out probably going to be a thing that they support for years and years it's possible i mean mass chief collection on pc they've been rolling it out and been doing everything fucking perfect like they've got halo 1 2 and 3 on there now they announced they're bringing odst to mass chief collection for the first time to pc and xbox with the firefight that everyone loved and remembered I mean, they're they're doing their new challenges and everything's free if you have it, the Mass Chief Collection already. So right. I I think there's a possibility of it. I, I don't think it's anywhere in the near future, but good God, do I want that. In my yeah, life. I, I think a remaster Halo 3 wouldn't be for the next few years for sure. Yeah. Um, What I would want, I know I've said it before, but <clears throat> I was just trying to think of games that I played that I would love to see come back again. And the one that popped in my head, I was like, yeah, I I would love to see that be remade uh, or even just touched up, made it look nice if they just took it and then made it look more realistic again. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would have to be Need for Speed Most Wanted. There you go. I I would love to see that. They put the BMW um, that you have. Uh, at the beginning of that game, mm-hmm. uh, they put that one in the last Need for Speed game. So I would love for them to take that and then just remake that game. I mean, they already got the BMW remade. They just got to drop it into the game, you know? Sure. Um, 
So I would love I would love for that to happen. I know they did a most wanted like ultimate or whatever it was called, but it wasn't right. anything like you know the original. So I would love to see the original be remade. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. And, and be. also, I the other one was to an extent, but I know it won't happen. Is the Crash Hour thing? Jokes aside, that would be really cool. It would be that very cool, or yeah. with like Twisted Metal. Well, uh, the fact that they're you know they have that goofier wrestling game coming out i mean it's more possible than it ever has been before we'll say that with, with that game coming out for sure yeah. for sure yeah i mean will it happen probably not but it would be cool and then in my head while you were talking too and i was thinking kind of like of your nostalgia and everyone else's nostalgia levels for like uh tony hawk right like i feel like for me that niche was kind of filled with like a bunch of thq games so like if they did something oh, like yeah. the Fairly Odd Parents Break into Rules remaster, yeah. kind of like they did SpongeBob, or even some of just the and I don't think this will happen either, but even just some of the old wrestling games like SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, or uh, SmackDown versus Raw, you know, games of that nature. Update the rosters, have the same rosters, put those yeah. same people that are in like, those games in it, but update the rosters with more people too. Like what Tony, but Hawk just keep did. the core things in it exactly. Because right? Tony Hawk kept all of the original skaters that were in the game, right? And they just added the newer uh, bunch that are skating now. Right, like uh, Nigel Houston. There's a game that I play, a Tony Hawk game that I played that Nigel Houston was in, and he's 13 in that game, and it's wild. That he's is pretty like, crazy. He's like almost 30. No, he's not almost 30 now, but he's like mid 20s for sure. Yeah. So I don't know things of that nature for me because if we're going based off like nostalgia here, I feel yeah. like that would probably be it for me. Would be some of those early. THQ kind of games where I remember playing those a shit ton, like the SmackDown versus Raw games. The I really seriously breaking the rules was a really fun game, and I would really like to see how that would look, right? On like you know next gen with ray tracing and all that bullshit, like that'd be cool, right? And like you said, that um, uh, Crush Hour is we're closer to getting a remake than ever before with the with this newer. Uh, WWE game coming out that's a little goofy. Yeah, Battlegrounds. Right. Um, and that's how I feel with uh, Most Wanted because they put the BMW in the newest game, so that makes me feel like we're just that much closer to getting that remake. Yeah. Um, with nostalgia and just wanting it, you know, yeah. with you know some evidence of it being like, hey, we got the BMW. Let's just get the game. You know, they're clearly aware people are into that. Oh, for sure. They know. Kind of they know it's that one and Need for Speed Carbon, I think, are the two. Yeah. I know Need for Speed Carbon 2 is also a really good one, uh, or a fan favorite as well. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the top three Need for Speed games that people love. Right. So I would love to see any of those three, honestly, remade, because I didn't play any of the Carbons. I only played Mon- um, Most Wanted, and that's where I found yeah. my love for that game. Uh, actually, I played the very first Need for Speed on PlayStation 1. There you go. And it was in a weird case. Uh, it had a, it was plastic on the inside, but it was like a cardboard-like case, like a book almost. Hmm. And it was real weird. That but is pretty it, weird. It, it, was, it was pretty awesome, though. But um, I would love to see any of the Carbons or the Need for Speed 
uh, most wanted be remade. That'd be neat. That'd be neat. So like I said, we broke the rules. Joe, thank you for the question. I appreciate that. Uh, did you have anything else you want to say about Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Uh, no, I mean, I, uh, other than that, I'm a little surprised how much you actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't uh, even. Yeah, I played it as well, and I didn't buy it. My Michael was nice enough to let me borrow the game, but uh, I very much enjoyed it. Surprisingly, like I remember very, very vague memories. I believe, if I'm betting right, I think it was I went over like Jason's house or something, and he liked the game and had it. And I don't remember what it was. It on 360 at all? Like, was it maybe, maybe the 360 have backwards compatibility? Uh, yeah, I think maybe, did. maybe that's how I played it. I don't because know it how was I on played it. it PlayStation been, okay. 2 and Xbox, I think. My guess would be then, if I'm the pure guess, would be that it came out on Xbox and then it was backwards compatible with 360. Because yeah. I do remember playing specifically, I don't remember the names of the maps. The first map, what's the first map called? Warehouse. Uh, warehouse. And then I very much remembered Schoolyard more than that, which is funny because people remember uh, Warehouse a lot more. Oh, people people but, loved Warehouse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I borrowed it from Michael and I played it and I enjoyed it for a lot more and a lot longer than I thought I would. I even went back a couple times to it. I played it once talking to Michael and I just played it for like two hours. I was like, this is fun. I'm very much enjoying this. A lot more than I expected to. I really I did. enjoyed I... doing the the like there's something about trying to chain a bunch of different combos yeah. together to try to nail something and i like that idea and then maybe it, i don't know i i started dropping off of it a little bit but i think it's only because i wasn't able to keep like constantly unlocking new maps which i found out you can go into the game and just go straight to free play and like go to any map you want and i was like oh that's oh, cool i like I that. that i like that they give you that option so you don't need to go in and unlock everything if you don't right cuz that's a, that's basically single player story mode to right. unlock everything yeah so and i did dabble actually i don't know if i did i think i went into tony hawk's pro skater 2 for like a second. i haven't yet i haven't i yet. think i jumped into like one actually you know what maybe i didn't maybe i didn't i don't know but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been enjoying it. It's come to a point, though, that I'm like, I'm not good enough to chain things together. I did. I am proud, though, because on Warehouse, Michael, I did complete every single challenge that was on that, including the last one that was like, get 100,000 points in the two minutes or whatever. And I was like, hell yeah, I did it. I feel cool. Yeah. So I was like, that's really neat. I'm excited for that. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I think I'm still not going to buy it until it's like maybe $15, $20. But yeah. I, I would like it at that price range. That would be a game where I'd be like, let's go fuck around on stream for a while. I mean, that'll probably come sooner than later. Right. We'll see. I don't know. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. And yeah. the other game, Michael, I'll have you start with again because you haven't played as much as I have, and I'll go into the minutiae on this. It's Marvel's Avengers. You're a fake fan. That's not true. I need to play more. I, have, I haven't really been... I don't know what it is. I haven't been into playing game like i've just been off playing games lately i think from working but i gotta play you say gotta... that but then you just play rocket league you know what i mean you say that and then you just play rocket league it's because i can hop in and turn it off anytime i want whereas uh, you know marvel's avenger i'd be mid-mission and i have to beat it just get past the campaign game. just get past the campaign then it becomes that game all right you know i know i gotta sit down and just buckle down and play through it we do we do well, what do you uh, but, think of it so far? 
it's so good it really is so good i love the way it looks it runs fantastic uh you know you get pulled into that story very quickly so i'm in um played as i played as all of them so far and i don't know who i like the best yet they're all pretty good in their own way uh and i think obviously that's what they said they were going for they want you to be able to play them in the way however you want to uh and still be fun which it is i like playing as kamala khan uh way more than i thought i was going to Mm -hmm. i was like oh we gotta play as a child i was like okay we'll see how that goes but she's a lot more fun than i was expecting um but this game is great it's so good i gotta like i said i gotta just sit down and play a shit ton of it yeah I have been playing it since it came out, and I do think I, I like I have a lot of hours into it already. I did for some reason it was weird though. I shut down my computer, but for some reason Steam kept counting that I was playing, so I got like an extra like fifteen hours on it that I don't actually have. But I think I have about like from Monday because I got the digital deluxe edition, which gave us the early access. I think I have like twenty to thirty ish hours in the game already. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, the campaign was, that's really I'll funny. be honest, like, why? why? I'm, I'm sorry. Me and you both got the deluxe edition. Yeah. I played it the day it actually came out. I fucking hated you for it, too. <laughs> that was so funny. He was it. so you mad. You did get those costumes. You did get those I costumes. Did. The obsidian sure costumes. I sure did. They look real uh, good. They did. Real good. Real good. Real good. <laughs> real good. But, yeah, I did beat the campaign. And I got to say, like, I am. I beat the campaign. I did. It's not that long. It's like 10 hours, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Then I'll sit down. But it's really, really good. Like, a lot better than I expected it to be. Like, I knew, like I said before, the voice acting cast they put together are, like, the best of the best voice actors in gaming. And it it definitely shows when they're in there and you see it. When you just see, you know, how I'm not trying to spoil anything. Uh, but when you see certain relationships between certain different characters together, like I don't even think you've gotten to the any parts really. Have you gotten past the the bridge no. yet? Oh, the bridge! Yeah, I got to the. I'm trying to not spoil anything. Uh yeah. So where I am, I am playing as Hulk at the moment. Okay. Okay. Going, going through so that. So even when you get to there, right? And, I mean, I guess this is a minor spoiler. Very minor. But even just seeing the relationship between Hulk and Kamala Khan in, like, the first hour or two of the game, it's just like, damn, I didn't expect this kind of, like, you know, level of storytelling yeah, from it, this game that everyone comes off as. It's just a Destiny game. It's just like Division. You know it's what? just like so-and-so. But then you come into it and you're like, this is like an actual real... <laughs> campaign like you don't have to play this with anybody if you don't want to and i didn't i did i straight up played the campaign solo from beginning to end at some points you can invite people in to play with you if they want to and but you don't have to it's not a necessity at all and i i do really the story campaigns so far were some of my my favorite parts of playing this game yeah that you know i thought about that when i first started because you're you're playing as uh, Bruce Banner walking through the canyon and the way that set up made me think it actually made me think of watching you play 
um, The Last of Us. Sure. Because that's definitely a scene that would be in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Just them going in, uh, you're just walking through a scene, and they're building the conversation, building, uh, you know, uh, a connection, really. Yep. So I thought that was pretty awesome um, going through that. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, man, the the story gets really cool. I like how everything plays out. I enjoyed the ending. There's a decent cliffhanger. And there's iconic missions, which are like specific kind of side stories per hero. So, you know, if you, you can eventually do a Thor iconic mission, which I just did last night, like post-story. You don't even need to do those during the story. Right. Those are po- post-story, essentially story missions that you can do. And, yeah, I really love this game, man. And playing it still post-game, for the record, I'm not going to lie to you and say there's no issues with the game. It's a very buggy game still. Uh, It's still got a lot of bugs. There's issues that people are having. The marketplace sucks kind of donkey dick. It's way too expensive. Really? And everyone's very vocal. It's like literally there's some emotes that are $10 for one. And you're like, okay, that's a bit egregious. I don't ever use the emotes. I probably never buy those. Right, and I don't either, really, but e- even still, right, like, there's skins that you can buy with real money that are, like, 12 to $15, you're like, oof, that's a lot. Uh, I mean. The one that people are really pissed about are takedowns, which I, at first, didn't mind, but over time, I've become, like, that's kind of that's kind of shitty, where takedowns are literally, if you damage someone enough, like, get their stun meter up enough, yeah, yeah, you, you can y click, yeah, Y and B at the same time, and you can get, like, uh, take it'll do like this pre-made cutscene yeah, yeah, thing yeah. where it's you taking down an enemy, and you can buy those. And you're like, should you really be buying animations for things in the game? And one of those is like ten to fifteen dollars if you want to get the good ones. Like you can get lower tier ones. Yeah. But I do think it's kind of like even games like Fortnite that are free to play don't typically have those kind of costing microtransactions. Just costumes. Which, and, and, and even if they are costumes, right? Like, I feel like the minimum or the maximum for most games, I'd say. I'm not going to say all. But for most games, the max for, like, the legendary costume would be, like, $10. Which, to me, is fair. To me, personally. Like, yeah. in Dead by Daylight, I went back to it somewhat recently, and I think it talked about it. And some of their skins are 15 bucks now. And I'm like, that's pushing it, man. But the difference is, is that for Fortnite is free. Rocket League doing all these things, it's going to be free now. For Dead by Daylight isn't free yet, but it's only twenty dollars. Marvel's Avengers is a sixty dollar game doing these kinds of things. I'm like, yeah, and that's I can why, see where that frustration can start coming in. That's why Rocket League is going to free to play because some of their black market stuff is uh, some of their black market stuff is twenty twenty five dollars. Yeah, which is a lot because that's almost the price of the game that it when it was you know right when it was purchasable right that's about the same price as the game that's why they're going free to play so that they can they'll probably adjust those prices but mm. there's still going to be stuff that's super expensive that right they're going to be like it's free you know it's a free game right so and i think that's the argument you can make with those games but right now avengers launching at 60 dollars, even though and this is where i start people will be like you're just an avengers fanboy and i'm like i'm not but they are giving you each character that comes out is free. You're getting a new character. You're getting a new, you know, story story missions associated with said character. You're getting new villains. You're getting new missions. 
And as yeah. long as they do these on a steady basis, I think it's fair to an extent. I do think they do need to adjust some of their, their pricing model. Cause I do think some of it, like there's never a case where I can see buying an emote for $10 being a thing that should be a thing. You know, there's never right. a time. Like, I don't care how cool that fucking emote is. $10, 10 to $15 for an emote. is a shit ton of money. That is, a, that is a lot. Yeah. For an emote and Absolutely. just one emote that, that I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. Right. And whereas other games, emotes are usually free. Right. Or if they're not free, they are like dollars, dollar to $3 yeah. or $5 dollars. at max. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Depending uh, on what they are. But yeah, overall, man, still, and I'm not going to spoil, I don't think this is a spoiler guys. I'm sorry. You can play as cap in the game. That's sorry, but I mean, uh, that was, I feel like that was, yeah, that was a given. Right. But, uh, I legitimately, like Michael said, there's legitimately not a single character in this game that I don't have fun playing with. Like there's some that I enjoy playing with more. So as a result, I don't play with some other ones, but my cap is like level. There's levels in power ranks and my cap is my highest power rank. And I did not expect him to be that. I was like, I'm going into this game thinking Iron Man's going to be my main. And Iron Man is like my fourth least used person oh at this God. point. That's nuts. Because I've got, I'm now, I think my top user is Cap. I just literally last night started playing as Thor and I'm fucking falling in love with Thor now. And he's fucking awesome. I'm loving Thor. Uh, Hulk, I love. He's so much fun. And then Iron Man. And then Black Widow, I've played as least, but I still very much like playing with her. And I still oh, need to fuck around with cool. Kamala Khan a bit more. Yeah. But. I've been learning to get better with her too. And like, you can embiggen almost any time. It's like, you got the intrinsic meter and you can get yep. bigger with bigger punches. And yep. I got this new ability where when you throw your punch, like your long range punch, you can grab people now and yep. smack them around and hit other people. You can also click yeah. X and I, crush them. That and was like, the, that's cool. That was the first thing I got. Yeah. For that. It's just really cool, man. The, the skill trees are really deep and in depth. I haven't gotten through them all the way, but I'm a week into this game. And granted, it's been me playing in between school when I have free time. And I know a lot of people have gotten like I'm on the subreddit almost daily now because I'm just so in love with this game and love playing it that uh, there's people out there that are like max rank on some heroes already. And I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, There's definitely issues, like I said, but I, I personally and this is just a personal thing. I do think the price of admission alone for just the campaign like people say can i play this game solely single player and have fun and i think 100 percent. i think the campaign by itself is worth it and then that on top of getting new heroes presumably at least to start monthly because we got they revealed kate bishop is going to be a thing hawkeye is going to be a thing they essentially confirmed um Black Panther, but they delayed him due to the unfortunate Chadwick Bosman thing. That is his name, right? Chadwick Bosman. Uh, yeah, Bosman. Bosman. Okay, I it's, thought so. It's yeah, hard enunciation. Yes, but they essentially delayed that because they didn't want to like f- kind of honestly isn't, isn't, do what isn't. NBA is doing and using the name to try right. to sell it and make they, it seem kind of scummy. They're doing it right. They wanted to basically do a moment uh, of peace for him by not putting his character out um early right so instead they switched things around they're doing kate bishop then hawkeye then probably 
probably him at that point. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. And like I said, if they keep doing these and they keep coming out with new missions and keep coming out with new villains, and I, I don't see a reason not to pick this game up pick this game up if you if, i'd say worst case scenario if you're still questioning it i would say wait a month or two see first off the game might come down in price by then yeah uh wait a month or two see how they do their expansions if they do them and they're successful and people love them why not pick it up dude think about it think about it that game comes down in price say you get it say you wait a, a, almost a year like six months to a year yeah, that game will buy be 20, 30 bucks. Right. And you'll have so much extra content. Exactly. Think about yeah. all the characters that would be co- that it would have come out before then. Right. A ton, dude. So it, it, it's going to be worth it whether you wait or not. Agreed. And the one thing that I feel like is always the downfall to these games as a service is that the developers aren't uh, open with communication. And these devs have been constantly on Twitter have been constantly on Reddit responding to anyone, almost anyone's individual responses on there. That's being like, awesome. hey, we know this is an issue. We're working on a fix now. Just yesterday, they put up this one massive, large, like mega thread uh, on Reddit. And they were like, hey, we're, because there's so many people posting issues with the game, what we're going to do is we're going to make this one big known issues and workaround method mega thread. And we're going to say, here's the issue that's happening. Uh, hold on. They say, okay, so here's the presentation. Here's what the issue is. Here's what will happen when the issue happens. If there's a workaround, here's a way to work around that. And this is what we're currently doing. And then if it does get fixed, they'll say status as of September 6th, it is now fixed. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And they've got every single issue that has been really talked about is on there. And they're they're talking about it and being very open and that's awesome. With the people, so that alone awesome. just gives me trust that it's not going to be the next anthem, right? You know, and and that's that's that goes to show that this game is going to be that they want this game to be around for a long time. They want this game right. to be on for years, and they want to be uh, upfront and be on top of everything that's going on. Yeah, and, and let them let the people know, like, hey, we see it, we know it's happening. This is what we're doing. Uh, like you said, if there's a work around it for right now, this is what you can do to get around it. And then when it's fixed, we'll let you know. So you can go back to uh, playing it as usual, like the usual way. Yep. Agreed. So there's your breakdown. Our review so far of Marvel's Adventures. I hope Michael beats it someday because I want to be able to play it with someone in the post game. I need someone to play it with, but Michael gets too pissy when he dies in video games. <laughs> Beat the game, Michael. I will. God, I want more people to play with so bad. I'm having so much fun with it. Uh, Joe, thank you for the question earlier. I appreciate that as always. But we didn't forget about you, Trav. Turn down for what asks. What are some of the most ruthless video game characters? Uh, the first ones that come to mind, I think, would have to be uh, Scorpion. and They're pretty ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess God of War, you know. Sure, sure. That that is a, that's a good one too. Obviously, I would say Last of Us too in a different way. Uh, no spoilers on that. That's all I'll say. La- not and when I say Last of Us too, I mean Last of Us as well, like the series in general. Uh, but the one that first came to my mind, which is a very kind of I don't know if it's obscure because it's a Call of Duty game, but I thought of World at War, 
which is, and it's not even like the one, obviously Nazi Germany, kind of ruthless. Um, but uh, the the specific one that I was thinking of is early on, I think it's the second mission, there's a cutscene where you are like bound up in this uh, like a Nazi tent or something, and yeah. this guy is in there torturing someone, and he just fucking grabs his cigarette or his cigar and just fucking slams it on his head. Oh, like, in oh, his eye. Yeah, yes. I was like, that's fucked up, man. Like, that is fucked. Yeah, that was, that was pretty nuts. And I, I was gen- not young, but I was young enough that I was like, not affected by it, but I was like, damn, that's really fucked up, you know? Yeah, like, I, I yeah. saw that, and I'm like, that's that's really twisted. Yeah. So that was one that's of the first ones that came to my mind. Bulletstorm is another one, too. He's mainly just kind of funny, but also really fucking... Uh, Dante's Inferno. Jackass. Never played it, but I believe I him. I watched... Um, I watched my friend or my cousin play it and essentially you're in hell um, running around and there's like souls you can run into souls and you mm-hmm. learn about what they have done and you can hmm. either resurrect them and like send them to heaven or absolutely just destroy their soul and it's kind of crazy why would you destroy the soul that sounds mean <laughs> god damn it I know it's you scared uh, me I'm sorry. Um, you destroy the soul. So if they did something bad and they deserve to be in hell, you'd send them straight to hell. So basically, you're running around like Limbo. Interesting. Limbo, great game, too. Great game. Yeah, yeah. Not not ruthless at all, but it's a very good game. Very fun. Trav, thank you for the question this week. We appreciate you all very much. If you guys got questions, go to VIPGamingPodcast.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Ask us questions. We will answer them. Uh, next Absolutely. up, we got cheap free games coming out this week a month. Coming to Xbox Game Pass, Michael. Crusader Kings 3 comes to PC. It's already here today. Jackbox Party Pack 4 comes to Xbox. Already there today. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard comes to PC and Xbox. Available today. I'm actually excited to try that. I do want to try that at some point. Jason said that game was very fun. And I do want yeah, to Yeah, I remember him saying that he loved it. Yeah. Tell me why Chapter 1 and 2 comes to PC and Xbox. Those are both out today. Tau How Luna Nights comes to PC and Xbox today. Uh, World War Z comes to PC today. That game is very fun and also has crossplay. Yeah. And Michael, I know you're not a big zombie fan, but you should at least download that and try it with me because that would be I would like to get back into that game. <laughs> All right. My issue was I didn't have people to play it with because it's kind of like a Left 4 Dead kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's got different. It's not super scary. It's just if you, right. did you see World War Z? Yeah, yeah, they've got those features where it is it's actually kind of insane where you do see like a bunch of zombies will come up come in like an and they will start they will yeah. start in an ocean and then they will climb up and like form a wall on themselves and it's pretty nuts. It's crazy to see that in the game. <laughs> that is pretty nuts. But it's really cool. Uh Star Renegades comes to PC come September eighth. Dis Disgaea four complete plus comes to PC September tenth. Hotshot Racing comes to Xbox September 10th. Tell Me Why Chapter 3 comes to PC and Xbox on September 10th. And then Destiny 2 Shadowkeep and Forsaken comes to Game Pass on Xbox this month. Uh, Big Games updates coming out this week. On September 8th, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning comes to PC, PS4, and Xbox. September 8th, RPG Maker MV comes to PS4 and Switch. That's probably some Roman numeral, but I don't know what an M stands for in Roman numerals. An M? Yeah, that'd be my guess. I would assume that would be a Roman numeral because MV sounds like that, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You got the power of Google, Michael. Do it. Oh, Uh, 
<laughs> that comes to PS4 and Switch on September 8th. Star Renegades, like I said, it's apparently coming to Game Pass on day one, so that's cool. And then lastly, on September 9th, The Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon comes to PC, PS4, and <laughs> Xbox. Did you uh, get any update? MV or NV? M, as in Michael. Oh, okay. Uh, it stands for uh, 1005. That's really weird. That okay. is that's very weird. Okay. This is RPG Maker number 1005, ladies and gentlemen. Go out there. Maybe you want to get 1004 first. Yeah. Maybe, get all of them prob- before that. Probably one first. Yeah. Yeah. And then two. And then three. Should I count all the way up, Michael? Should no. I count all the way up? No. No. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Big games updates coming out this week. Cheap free games coming out this week. Our Marvel's Avengers review, our Tony Hawk's Pro Skater review, what we think about all of the bullshit going on between remakes, remasters, what way is the right way, what way is the wrong way. We talked about it all here, Michael. We talked about it all. We always do. And you can always hear it at VIPGamingPodcast.com on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Go to Spotify, listen to us there, Google Play Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Go anywhere you want to listen to us, and we'll be there. We'll be there week in and week out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, absolutely. We'll be there. And until next time, we will see you next week. Bye.